any time we're gonna get right into this journey updates well we had a good week this week we are down three pounds this week total for the last final weigh-in of february we are down four months for the month of february And total since January 2019, we are down 136.8. Pounds remaining to get to milestone 150 is 13.2 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to milestone 175 is 38.2 pounds. And the pounds remaining to get to milestone 200 is 63.2 pounds away. Now... I wanted to do this live, so I don't typically record on Saturdays. But I did talk about in last episode that we're planning an experiment. And I'm very excited about this. We are going to retake the survey, and I wanted to do it step-by-step live as I'm recording this. And since I'm changing it today on Saturday, I wanted to record it while I was doing it so I can give you guys the full details of everything I'm choosing in my experiment. The goal is, so for question number one, they want to know if I am type one or two diabetic. And for this, I am purposely going to say, yes, I am not diabetic, but I want to experiment. And so I'm saying yes to this question just for the sake of this experiment. Now, we're doing this experiment regardless for six weeks. That's the plan. For the first week or two, I might split this up into three phases. For the first two weeks, I may make no changes. We'll see how it pans out after week one. I may not need to do it for a second week. So we're just going to, I want to see once I take the survey, how it's going to impact everything And then go from there. So question number two, how many days do I eat vegetables? I eat vegetables every day of the week. So I'm just going to put most days. Okay, next question. Question number three, we want to make sure you budget your account for your favorites. So I'm going to choose yogurt. I'm going to choose beef, pork, and lamb. And I'm going to choose, what the hell, we'll choose the refined grains and bread crackers and stuff. 
And on to question number four. The protein-rich foods. Between up to five, but I had to choose at least two, so I'm selecting three. Eggs, shellfish, and chicken. Those are the ones we're choosing. All right. We have a 40-point budget. You know what? I didn't know. Huh. I guess my, my impressions of the diabetic plan were a little off. I didn't know there would be zero-point protein foods. I thought I knew that vegetables would be zero, but I didn't know that chicken, eggs, and shellfish would be zero as well. We're, we're setting it right now. We get 40 points a day. Fish and shellfish, eggs, chicken, breast, and vegetables are zero-point foods for me. And the six-week experiment starts now. So here I am. You just heard a recording from Saturday. It's now Tuesday. I am four days in to the first week into phase one of our experiment. My initial impressions of this is, is kind of eye-opening. And it makes me wonder, why would this plan be so different for a diabetic? What happens in a diabetic's body that doesn't happen in our body. And at the same token, would it benefit any everybody to do this? Anybody, especially who's somebody who's struggling at the moment, the scales maybe not moving, to kind of give it a shot and see what happens. But to give you my first example of the, immediately what I noticed, my breakfast, which includes, just so you know, 48 ounces of coffee, it's spread out over the entire morning. It's not something that happens in one shot. I have multiple breakfasts and multiple cups of coffee, okay? Now, what used to be total for the entire breakfast section used to be 15 points. Now, for those who are new here, I eat religiously. Every Monday is the same as every other Monday. Every Tuesday same as every other Tuesday, every Wednesday, and so on. I can do this because I eat so religiously. Now, so many of you would say, oh, well, that's kind of boring. That's the point. The point is to get me myself to the moment where it's just fuel. It's not anything attached to emotions. It doesn't stir up feelings. My goal in this weight loss journey, even more so than getting to my goal weight, is to see food for what it is, fuel for the body. Anything else is a lie. That's my goal. And by eating religiously, I believe I have the keys to get there. Bodybuilders eat religiously. They eat different foods than we do but they eat religiously. They know the fuel their body requires to get the workouts done that they push themselves to do. Same idea. So back to breakfast. Breakfast went from 15 points a day to 27 points a day. The exact same foods I had every other day went from 15 points to 27 points. So this was a big like, whoa, holy crap, right? 
I, I had said to you guys that I would make zero changes for phase one. And here I am four days in, I made zero changes. Everything I would normally eat every day, I eat. I didn't hold back. I didn't make any changes. On on Saturday and Sunday, those are the only days of the week I ever use fit points. Every other day, I was always within my points. Now, since I made this change for the very first time since I started in January 2019, I went negative in weeklies because of the experiment. But I had said phase one would be the baseline. No changes were going to be made. I wanted to see how I ate and how it affected point usage. Just to give you an example, Monday last week, I ended the evening with 13 points unused. This was before the survey. I ended yesterday having gone over. It was a 53-point day. So I was... My the total amount of points increased to 40. So from 33 and leaving 13 points on the table to 40 and using 13 extra. That's how that's how different this is right now. Tuesday was basically my lightest day of the week every week. When I would do it, I would end the night with about 15 points. This time So today, I am ending the night with zero. I went over again. This time, I went over by eight points. So I still earned a blue dot, but went over by eight points. So again, it's crazy how the impact of what we've experimented with, just one one simple question answered a different way, and how it's changed everything. So now all I have left now is what am I going to do for phase two? I was thinking that, so phase two is going to start and it'll probably go for three weeks. It's going to be week two, three, and four at least. Now that may change and it may continue straight to the end of the six-week experiment. The one thing I have planned to change so far is to... um. I'm going to eliminate the protein bar, which is four points a day. And I'm going to eliminate the rice that I take on certain days of the week. I'm going to eliminate probably the corn that I take in on Wednesdays. We'll see how it goes from there. Because really, the one thing I could see from changing yourself to the diabetic plan is Weight Watchers is really pushing you. They want you to stay away from anything that becomes sugar once the digestion process begins. So not only do they want you to stay away from... Now, granted, I'm not telling you they're saying this. So please, do not go, oh, Weight Watcher says nothing's off the table. I get it. Calm down. There is a guidance here. And if you guys don't see that, the motivation is to eat lean. And that's the same thing in the other plans. But anyway... I could see that it is trying to stay, not only keep you away from sweets, stuff that starts off sweet, but also deter you from choosing 
anything that would become sugar once the digestion process begins. So bread becomes sugar, rice becomes sugar. You understand that. So I'm going to try to eliminate some of the items that become sugar once they're in my body. I have not planned to eliminate fruit yet. Not yet. We'll see how it goes. Maybe that'll be what I do for the final phase. So after three weeks, I'm going to go after starchy items that are at dinner time, around dinner time area, and then the protein bar that I have every day. Protein bar being four points, and then the starchy item with my dinner, we're going not to have it every day. So I don't know how many days that's going to be, but maybe maybe what I'll say is I'll commit to four of the five days or four of the seven days we will we will eliminate the starch the starchy item so whether it's rice corn i will eliminate it for the week so four of the seven nights that's the plan for phase 2 and the protein bar i may still be over on points that's not that's not my concern being over or under points not my concern yet my concern is how how will my body react eliminating these food items? Will I be starving? Will it be psychological? You you know, these are the things I want to know. And that's what we're going to do for phase two. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Donato Russo. And I am the ranting weight watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranter's Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way. Because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe Because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when. Because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story. Because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you. 
because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are enough. for sticking with me. So I had a pretty productive weekend. And I woke up Monday morning feeling so unbelievably sore. That's how I started Monday. My entire body from head to toe just felt sore. And I remember feeling kind of disappointed in myself. I thought I was in better shape. And I felt like I shouldn't be struggling or have this soreness. I felt like I should have been able to handle the tasks I had set for myself this weekend. So when I came upstairs, because I work from home, and I sat in my office, which is also the studio, I saw one of my tasks sitting there. This studio, to give you an example, give you an idea, there are, at this desk, there are three computers. There are three screens. There's sound equipment. All kinds of things going on. Studio lights. All of these things create crazy amounts of heat the computer alone even with everything else off can heat a 100 square foot room (laughs) it's and this room basically is 100 square feet and this room gets so hot just with the one of the three computers on now granted not all of the computers are always on So I'm going to say that to you. So it's not as if all three are on, but all three use all three screens. All of these things create heat in the room. So the first mission of the weekend was to get an AC unit, a window AC to help out in this room. My problem is the window in this room is a vertical window. So the window opens from left to right instead of up and down. And vertical air conditioners are probably triple or quadruple in price because they're so specialized and and they can charge whatever they want for them. So it became my mission to install a normal, traditional, horizontal air conditioner in a vertical window. And on Friday, I went to Lowe's, I bought the parts I needed, came home, installed everything, got everything taped up and everything so that heat wouldn't come into the house and 
sealed it up nice as, as nicely as possible. I was actually pretty proud of the work considering the YouTube videos I watched other people, their methods of getting a horizontal window to fit in a <laughs> vertical window slot was a lot more extensive than what I did. Mine was simple. I cut, I made one cut on a piece of metal <laughs> to hold the weight. And I got some plexiglass to cover the rest of the space, but still allow sunlight into the room. When I came upstairs on Monday morning, I saw that it just hit me as to really how much stuff I got done. Because on top of that, there was replacing the entire sound system of the car, which is never, I've done it before. It's not my first time doing it. So it's not as if I didn't know what I was doing. It was my first time doing it in this kind of car, but I've done it in other cars. Everything in this car is minimum 23 years old. And every single speaker was disintegrating to dust in my hands. Just the slightest touch caused them to disintegrate. So there really was no sound quality whatsoever. To get to these things, the car basically had to be taken apart. Every panel that surrounds you to make it look like a car on the inside. By the time I was done taking everything apart, we took the back seat out panels removed it was just metal everywhere and i was tired <laughs> oh i'm sorry not tired i was terrified that i'd never get the car back together i'm just going to be honest and say that what i thought would be one afternoon saturday afternoon ended up being saturday after saturday sunday and summer monday to get done and as of right now i'm still not done because in the process one of the pieces of molding that I removed to get to the actual car stereo broke. And so I had to order a new one. I am waiting for that part to come in now so I can finish what I started. Besides that, I did all of my chores, my normal laundry, you know, stuff like that, that I do every week. And I made sure, and I still walked, see like Saturday and Sunday, if this is your first time here, are my longer walks. Monday through Friday, if I'm walking on one of those days, there's some days I have rest days, but Monday through Friday, it's is an abbreviated walk. It's like three and a half to four miles, somewhere in between. On Saturday, Sunday, it's five or more. So between five and six miles. So on both of those days, in spite of everything else I had to do, still made sure to get five and a half mile walks in on Saturday and Sunday, without hesitation. Now, why am I telling you all this? I was sitting there feeling disappointed and thinking, when I saw the AC sitting here on Monday morning, I say, I got a lot done. I really did. And it made me realize, really, when we really want to get something done, we do what we think is important and the rest we disregard. The majority of us, that's what we do. We have a list of things we have to do. Let's say you have 10 things to do. And in reality, you only, you look at them, you prioritize them, and you make sure the priority, the ones that take priority get done, and the rest may or may not get done, depending on how you feel after getting the priorities done. Now, we apply the same ideology when it comes to our weight loss journeys. That's the truth of it. We know what we need to do to be successful both with 
movement and exercise and with eating, we know what it takes to be successful. Nobody is oblivious to what it takes to live a healthy lifestyle. Nobody's oblivious. People might be overwhelmed and not sure what to do first. That's different. But nobody can't answer the question, what do you do to become a, to be living a healthy lifestyle? Nobody can't answer that question. And it really all boils down to how much we value our everything, right? So some of us will go out of our way to make time to make sure we binge watch our new season of our favorite Netflix show. And we will sit on a couch for hours over a weekend time watching, binge watching the new show. We will do this. We will stay up two to three hours later than we're supposed to stay up. If in knowing you have to be up for work in the morning, you'll stay up two and three hours late because you like this show that much. But the same people would never dream of waking up two to three hours early to make sure they got their workouts in so that they can start truly living the healthy lifestyle they have been talking about for God knows how long. We spend hours a day on whatever social media app of your choice, yet we would never, ever even spend half of that time doing something like food prep. We won't even spend a fraction of that time pulling out measuring cups and spoons and, and scales to make sure that we're weighing and measuring our food properly for our journey. I mean, for God's sakes, some of us actually think it's an accomplishment to track our food. Some of us think it's an accomplishment to track our food. Let me give you a clue. It's not an accomplishment. It's a requirement. Stop pretending like you accomplished something by tracking the food. If you really, truly want to live a healthy lifestyle, it's one of those things that's just required. You may not like it, so what? Get over it. Everything you want to do in life has requirements, and you either get over it and deal with those requirements, or you don't do that thing. Yet we, want, we insist on joining weight loss systems. Tell the world we're joining a weight loss system time after time after time again. We join weight loss systems. Well, yeah, I'm rejoining again. Yeah, this is my, I don't know, 100th time being on Weight Watchers. My 100th time joining a system. We're going to try again. But really, what are you here for? What are you here for? Are you here just to make it so that you're part of a conversation somewhere, sitting amongst friends, so you can say, oh yeah, I'm doing this. Or are you here to actually accomplish the dreams you say you wish to accomplish? Which is it? It can't be both. Because one of them requires sacrifice. 
Either way, no matter how you see it, you're sacrificing something. Everybody gets 24 hours in a day. And some people would rather spend hours and hours watching TV rather than get what they have to do done. If you would rather get what you have to do done to in order to live a healthy lifestyle, you are still sacrificing your time. You understand. You may be okay with it. That's fine. But you are still using your time, your 24 hours, a select amount of that time is applied so that you can live a healthier life. The overwhelming majority of the population won't even do that. They expect weight to fall off of them because they're using an app that they paid for so they could say they are part of a weight loss system. They put half-hearted effort into everything they do. Every weight loss system is filled with people like this. Not just, I mean, every single one. Every single one. And if you ever open your ears and just let people talk, they reveal it without even trying. You have people that will take time and complain that the scale isn't moving. Yet, the first hard question you ask is, are you tracking? And their answer is only two letters. You aren't doing the fundamentals of the plan you've chosen consistently, yet you expect the results of someone who is. You aren't even applying the effort it takes to move and to get your heart rate up. We put value into things called steps. Never once thinking that a heart rate needs to go with those steps to actually burn something. I could take a thousand steps in moseying through a park. What am I doing? I mean, come on, let's think about this here. Have you ever seen people in extreme fitness situations? I'm not telling you you have to be one of them. I'm telling you you have to find the balance between who you used to be and who you want to be. There's someone in the middle that will get you at least part of the way there. And then you'll have to make a hard decision. See, our health and weight loss journeys are filled with hard decisions. And they present themselves periodically throughout our journeys. And the majority of us ignore them. Ignore them until we are so fed up that we're willing to try anything. So then we finally do it. We finally give 100% effort. And all of a sudden you get results. And you get people saying things like, You know what? Tracking really works. No. Come on. Get out. You got to be kidding me. They only built an entire system where tracking, weighing, measuring is one of the core fundamentals of the plan. And you're just discovering that it works. Because you had to get so fed up that you were willing to do it. So fed up that you finally said, fine, 
I will sacrifice my time. Then the next hard decision you have to make is to sacrifice more time for stuff like food preparation. Because the so many people, the most successful people in any weight loss system are never looking for what they are going to eat when they're hungry. They already know before they get there. You know this, you've known it for a long time. So you either haven't decided to make that sacrifice and do the food prep, or you have, and you are doing it. One of the two. Everything, every aspect of the journeys that we're on require sacrificial moments where we have to make a decision to do the hard thing. And it's only then where the transformation of your mindset can truly begin. Because more than tracking, more than eating right, more than weighing and measuring, more than exercise, if your mind's not in it, you're not getting anywhere. You know, this journey does not require perfection by any means in order to achieve success. However, without a shadow of a doubt, it will require all of you. 110% effort is required to achieve success. A half-assed effort is simply this. It is a waste of your time and it is a waste of everyone else's time who is supporting you. Everyone else's time who you will ask questions and who give you their time to answer anything and give you any advice they could possibly give you. It is a waste of their time and your time because as long as you're giving a half-assed effort, None of this matters. None of anything you can achieve matters because you don't really want it. You don't want it. If you are willing to give all of yourself to the point at which you break, your effort should falter under extreme loss of energy. If you aren't losing everything in you to make this happen, You don't want it. At the end of the finish line, when it's all said and done, you want that gas tank to be empty. You're not getting anywhere with the car running in park. So get up off your ass and finally put 110% effort in what you say you wish to accomplish. Because it's not until you do that. It's not until you do that. That anything 
you dream of will be accomplished. Stop dicking around. It's time to get serious. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.